welcome to this episode of Sass and Sips. You're here with Brittany and Lisa. And as you know, this is a podcast where we watch and rewatch and we drink and we dish. This season, we're focusing in on clickbait. And today's episode is episode five, The Reporter. No, wait. Yeah. Yes, The Reporter. Oh my gosh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm three sentences in and I'm already fucking up. It's it's my second but glass no, of we wine. Before, yeah, right? I, yeah, because I remember last episode being like, and we're halfway oh done. We're thinking that at least. <laughs> I'm Brittany. That's Lisa. Oh. This is the show. <laughs> okay, I have so my wine. Just, yeah, so Lisa's been actually drinking one. I unfortunately can't. I'm on medication because yes, COVID. Yes, but, and, and we just um, recorded our Patreon bonus episode. So yeah. by the time you hear this episode, our Patreon bonus episode will be out. We asked kindly. I will be intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm halfway there. I will be delirious. Also, we took like a quick break in between and I used some Vapo Cool Sore Throat Vicks Throat Spray. I just read the whole title for you. Mm-hmm. And um, a little bit got on my mouth and now half my mouth is numb. <laughs> so that's what I'm dealing with. Lisa's dealing with drinking of like a couple glasses of wine before this episode mm-hmm. and you're here to enjoy the nonsense mm-hmm. welcome to sass <laughs> welcome get your drink and enjoy the ride but first you want to do some mad lips oh uh, but first let's embarrass Brittany, the future educator who doesn't know her fucking synonyms and shit. <laughs> let's go well, they don't ask for synonyms just like n- nouns and verbs, verbs and nouns and <laughs> adverbs and this is when i really focus in on learning content well you know we make content i put up a call we got we got some words on instagram so you don't have to fill out that many and it's a short one actually are you ready yeah what's the title let's go okay the title is out on the lanai oh memories of the girls on the lanai yeah all right occupation Oof. Um, there's so many. <laughs> I don't know. Um, masseuse. Ooh. I don't know how to spell that, but okay. E you try or, your hardest. It doesn't e matter. before U or U before E. I don't know. A verb. Should know my vowel teams. A verb. Verb. Swatting. <laughs> Swat. Swatting. Swat. That's a verb ending in ing. Okay, animal. I got to be creative. I don't know. Um, Tiger. Sure. A type of food. I was coughing on mute. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Holy cow, this motherfucker. There's going to be a murder in my house tonight. If this was like a video recording, they would just see me like cough a lot and you swatting a lot. Lisa has her back turned to me right now, swatting. <laughs> I'm about it's to so interesting. I'm sorry. I, let, I opened the door for 10 seconds to let the dog in and it flew in. Like, you are not welcome here. You don't live here. You don't pay rent. Get the fuck out of my house. Oh, my God. <sighs> what about okay. during the summer when we had the, uh, I don't know if it was cicadas. It was a cicada. No, because we had the lantern flies at the same time. And there was some shit. No, you're right. It was a cicada. The one the with the flyer? In your yard. The one with the flyer that flew right into my fucking forehead that I like jumped across your whole like porch and I was like like I mean and you had a glass of red wine in your hand and you were wearing a white sweater oh my god it spilled all over your white sweater yeah I mean it came out thankfully but like the fact of the matter was yeah I think so if I remember right yeah and then the cicada went in the fire and it still didn't die it was like buzzing around on fire that shit was giant that was a big boy that was like a four incher you know yeah, i'm like, surprised you was, didn't have a bruise i know that <laughs> when i say this thing flew into me and lisa and i were just i heard it walk we were just trying to have our wine and we were just trying to like bullshit and do our thing like we're doing now kinda and 
This thing just wanted to interrupt us. Fuck that. It hurt. And that thing didn't die. So anyway. Yeah. This is its spirit coming to haunt you now. Because apparently episode five is the episode where they're just like, nah. No. I'm going to be <laughs> The fly on the wall. The reporter. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Type of food. Oh, change liger to fly. Because now it's got to be a thing. Okay. Thank you. Type of food. Mm-hmm. Sore throat spray is not a food. I'm lucky at things <laughs> in my surroundings. Having COVID, I haven't really been eating these past few days because I don't have an appetite. Um, I had tuna fish tonight and I got sick from it. So let's write tuna fish. Okay. I don't know. I was like in the, in a mood for it. And I guess I really wasn't. I think you were eating tuna fish the last time we did this. You know, or was it the time before I was that? Same food from the same people. <laughs> Didn't get sick the first time. Had COVID both times. It. My life's been weird lately. We thought last episode it got bad. This episode got worse. Oh my gosh! We're and we we haven't even started with clickbait yet. Okay, I need <sighs> one more noun, and then you're done. Person, place, or thing. Please <laughs> <laughs> help me out. I just, you know what? I know my people. I know my places. And I, I know my things. But I just want to choose a good one, and this is where I struggle because I feel like I don't pick good ones. Like I could say, like, toilet paper. How is that good? Okay, toilet paper. Okay. Okie dokie. This one is called Out on the Lanai. For those of you who uh, helped us out and put some words on Instagram. Thank you so much. Thank you. I got poop grade. I needed that help. Yeah. Okay, so... You would think that the girls and I would be the perfect place to relax and clear your crusty ass. And even though I am, I'm not going to name everybody who participated. Shout out to our, the podcast friend, Jermar for crusty ass. So thanks, Jermar. We miss you. Thanks, Jermar. Uh, but it seems that something wonky is always happening out there. Like when Blanche hires a stripper dressed as a masseuse to swat at Dorothy's bridal shower. A man in a fly costume parachutes down, (laughs) thinking he is at the tuna fish bowl. Rose sees an English cucumber in the night sky and thinks it's a UFO. Dorothy and Miles get swept away in the sultry moonlight and share a forbidden Ricky Martin. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Sophia puts a Sicilian self-help book on the neighbor on the neighbor after his strawberry flavored lube crashes onto their toilet paper. saying you have your period it's like uh you know the strawberry flavored lube's coming out of me oh okay (laughs) let's jump into the episode so you're not drinking because i got the rona still yeah i don't think it's good to (laughs) no 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 no. i just want to get better and it's probably not the best idea to drink on unbranded mucinox you know what i mean it's probably not good to drink any kind of medicine and wine together. So, yeah, I'm planning on taking the drowsy one a little bit too. So, I didn't think that'd be a good idea. It's cool. Don't worry. I got your back. I'm going to drink enough for you and me. Yeah, there we go, Lisa. I've Thank already you. started. <laughs> As you can yes. tell, because I can't say words. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can I. We're fine. <laughs> this is like dumb hey. and dumber analyze clickbait. Yeah, I, I get to be Jim Carrey. They understand. They know what they're coming here for. Like, yeah. Nobody said we're like the smartest or the sharpest tools in the shop. Mm-mm. So no, we're fun. We're not brilliant. There we go. I mean, we're smart, but but yeah. We're, we're oh yeah, here. catch me outside my daily life, and I'll have all my shit together. But for some <laughs> reason, I turn on Zoom, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an adverb or a pronoun. I've never heard of a pronoun before. <laughs> my dumb ass forgets everything. Uh, but moving on from me, moving on from you, moving on to Ben Young, the reporter. The reporter. 
So this episode focuses. Wait, in... hold on. Did I say Ben Young? His name's Ben Park. Park. Did you? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get I'm it. looking at the top of the paper. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. We really are stupid. <laughs> oh my God. Just read the synopsis. <laughs> okay. So ben Park is the reporter. And he shows the interview that he had with Emma in the previous episode to his editor, Dakota. She orders him to find more information on the matter and get an interview with Sophie. So Ben poses as a food delivery man. And then he goes to their house and the kid answers the door and he's like, here, food delivery. And the kid is like, he like, is like, okay. And then just leaves the door open and walks away. Yeah, you obviously it, never lived in the fucking hood, kid. What the fuck? Definitely not living in the hood in the house that they're living in. But <laughs> it was, like, really sad because, like, you could see Ethan was, like, really distressed and he didn't want to answer the door because he, like, thought it was paparazzi and, like, that's, like, a big line to cross. I mean, these so paparazzi you- were, like, surrounding Sophie's car, not even letting her leave the driveway that Ruby had to spray them, like, the last episode right. the one before. But, I mean, like, all the reporters know not to go up to Victoria. Well, which is all the more reason that you shouldn't leave your door open. Yeah. If somebody like, killed uh, your father. You don't know who it is. And so some stranger just, right, you got paparazzi, you got people all of, all outside of your house. And somebody comes to the door, even though they say food delivery, you just like, cool, let me leave the door open for you. So you could just walk yeah. into my house and take pictures because that's what and he I ended up doing. Yeah, and I get he really wanted to, like, show Dakota, like, his boss, or his editor, that, like, he has what it takes to be a really good reporter. But at the same time, that was a big line to cross. Yeah. Which really shows that, like, he doesn't really give a shit about people. And that's not the first time he crosses the line in this episode. And that's why I was going to say, this is just, like, kind of, like, foreshadowing what he's doing later on in the episode. And I'm not saying he's a bad person. He just made really shitty decisions. But let's continue. So he's inside the house, Mm -hmm. snapping pictures. Yeah. And Ethan, I think, gets... Pia discovers him. Yeah, I think Ethan was like, hey, like, somebody deliver food. I need, like, money or some shit like that. Like, he was trying to get Pia's attention Mm -hmm. for a credit card or something. And that's when... But I don't think so. I thought he just kind of, like, walked... It seemed like he just kind of walked away. And then Pia saw him. Like, she noticed that he was there. I thought Ethan was getting somebody's attention because he was like, who ordered food or something like that. Like, he walked away with purpose. Like, yeah, he, he walked, walked away, away with a purpose, but yeah. but he didn't walk to Pia. No. I, I guess oh, maybe yeah, that was, right. like, the impression that I got when I watched was Pia was kind of alone. And that he didn't even know Pia was there. So he was just inside taking pictures or filming. And then Pia caught on. Yeah, and she was just like. Obviously, she was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She started yelling at him. He was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we don't oh. play that shit here." No, before he left, he said some shit like, "I work for this company or whatever." Like, here's my card if you wanna. This interview's coming out with Emma. Yeah, right. It's a tell-all. If you want to say something before we put out her thing, like it's com- it's coming out no matter what you say. And he tells them like what he's going to do and mm-hmm. gives them the ultimatum. If you want to get your word in before she gets her word in before we publish it, here's my number. Right. Yeah. He goes home and him and his boyfriend, Cameron, are attempting to find Nick's online dating profiles. And then they discover Jenny, who's been commenting on an online forum that anyone who attempts to defend Nick didn't really know him. So now he tries to he figures out who Jenny is and he confronts her the next day at the college. He was like doing his job. He like went to go find her screen name. And Mm -hmm. then it was like on a post of like a picture of volleyball team. And so underneath it says like in the caption of the photo mm-hmm. it lists like everybody from right to left like whenever you see like a photo of a group of people it does this like her name can be found like jenny whatever like underneath and he realizes that and he goes and he finds her on campus mm-hmm. and so then he starts asking her questions I forgot exactly what he yeah asked, what and then and his um cameraman is like standing back with the camera kind of at his side yeah you know slyly filming surreptitiously big word (laughs) (laughs) and she tells him that she believes that nick may have had something to do 
with Tara Wilson, who's another girl who was on the volleyball team, but left because she, she believes that Nick abused her. Yeah. So like now, they were seen like or heard arguing. Arguing, like yeah. Before she quit. Basically, that ends there because Matt comes out and is like, is there a problem here? And Ben's yeah, like, yeah, I was going to join the team. <laughs> yeah, Matt's, right? Matt's like, like, this is an all-girl volleyball team. And he's like, yeah, they're tall. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, but at least, like, Ben leaves with a lead. And his mm-hmm. lead is to go find Tara. Yeah. So he attempts to speak with Tara, and but she refuses to give a statement. And then when he gets back to the office, Sophie's there with her lawyer and she's meeting with Dakota and she wants to sue the network because Ben trespassed into her house. In an attempt to avoid charges, Dakota agrees not to air the interview with Emma if Sophie will do an exclusive interview with them. And eventually she agrees. But in the meantime, actually, like right before that happened, Pia and Sophie are in the house and they're... Like, they want to stop Emma's story from coming out. Sophie calls, what's his name? Rashawn? Amiri? Detective Amiri? Yeah. And she says, like, you know what's going on and that they want to stop the story. And he's like, well, we're trying to run the plates and we're looking for the car who hit Emma. But, like, that's about it. Basically, like, they're not really getting anywhere with him. So I guess that's why Sophie decided maybe she's going to have to do it. Wait, didn't they want Emma to talk? So that's why maybe like the person who did that oh, right. may come forward. Or, yes, or you're right. Like Pia accuses him of wanting her to do it to flush the killer out. You're right. Yeah, like they're like, why aren't you trying to stop Emma? And they were saying because they think they could flush uh-huh. the killer out. So then so. Dakota, the editor, removes Ben from the story and he's pissy, but undeterred. Ben is like, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to continue to search and do my job. So he continues to search for Nick's dating profiles and finds another persona that he used, Jeremy Wilkerson. His boyfriend comes up with a plan and he's like, oh, oh you his know. Boyfriend is his yeah. boyfriend, like, this is how they found out in the first place. His boyfriend was like, oh, like, I, like, you could just, like, pay somebody, like, a hundred dollars. like Which like, is scary as fuck. I know. And then, like, this was the thing. They were like, this is how like social media works or like some shit. Like right. or, or like marketing companies yeah. how they get like everybody's phone. And it's true to, like, though. Telemarketers and stuff. You could pay like a third party service that like collects cookies and bullshit, mm-hmm. like all that stuff that I don't know what I'm talking about. You could pay them like a hundred dollars and then they send you like a thousand random names of people. And so he basically paid a third party who had access to that specific app or dating apps that they right. think Nick was using for them to send them data. Of dating profiles the people who yeah uh, profiles but specifically like the people's names their mm-hmm. phone numbers their locations like their emails like mm-hmm. IP addresses most likely like anything all in like a spreadsheet right so they get this and they know that he has that uh pseudonym that he's using so they after they like get this information retrieved because cam did all the legwork honestly and yeah what a guy well like everybody needs a camera so yeah um it, like Cam, like, I don't know, like, command Fs it. He goes to, like, find the name. He types it in. They find his name. They they find Nick, um, like, pseudonym that he's using. So that's how they're able to see. Oh, and then here's the weird part, which I think was fabrication on the show. I don't think you could do this in real life. But, mm-hmm. I, but again, I don't know tech stuff like that. They click on his profile on the spreadsheet. And you can see people that he's had conversations with. And yeah, that's a very valid, logical point. Yeah, he's like, you'll know the person that, like, they really like enjoyed matching up with or something that like their relationship for flourish because you'll see that that person like has more messages with Nick than other dumbass logic right there. Right. But they see yeah. that like his conversations with like a bunch, like maybe it's like a handful, like five or six women. I want to say the conversations were only like under a hundred messages. And then there's right. just one girl. Yeah. Because they say Maggie. Oxley. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Maggie Oxley. Because they say that the the more messages, the more likely that they were in a relationship. Like yeah, they have like thousands of messages or something. Yeah, it, like was, something it was a really lot. High. It's alarming. Yeah, and so. so they they use the profile, the photos from her dating profile, and they track her to a bookstore in Sacramento. And Cameron's like, road trip. 
supportive boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. And like, I like when um, at first when he sees Ben with the profiles and he's like, you're on straight dating profiles. And he's like, well, there's like 2,000. And he's like, yeah, good luck with that. And so he offers to help. And, and Ben is like, what if they turn you or something? And he's like, uh, like yeah. They have like a really good relationship for like the little coupley banter. Yeah, for the first 10 the minutes. Episode. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, it, seemed like, it seems like Cap's not 100% on like Ben's career choices, but loves him anyway. And Cap just seems like super, super supportive. They both seem like they get along really mm-hmm. well. They're living together. Everything seems okay between them. Right. Yeah. It does. It really seems like okay. It feels like good. To see, yeah. like, honestly, it feels good to see a healthy relationship in the show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they were just supportive of each other. They're helping each other. And nothing about their interactions seemed strained, at least not in the in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, so they take this road trip. It's right. like a six-hour drive or something. Like, it, it's, it's steep. Yeah. And they drive this to go to a bookstore because... When they find the pro- like the conversations between Maggie and Nick or whatever name he's using, there's one profile picture for her. And in the background, there is a painting behind her with books. And they're like, oh, it's a bookstore. And they know the location San Francisco. So they go to search for like bookstores in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. There's only like 10. And then they go to Google search what the inside looks like until they find the picture that mm-hmm. matches up. And they think they found the store. So they're driving to San Francisco to go to this one tiny ass little local ass bookstore to ask if they know a Maggie, or Maggie, if Maggie, what am I saying? Maggie. Maggie Oxley. Like mm-hmm. how crazy is that? And then they're just going to get in the car and drive home. Yeah. So wait, so, but then they show up at the bookstore and he's like talking to the gentleman. Yeah, it's the older man that runs and it. it's so funny because the gentleman looks just like my kid's pediatrician and my one of my daughters was watching it and I was like look doesn't he look like you know the the, the doctor and she's like well it kind of sounds like him too <laughs> maybe he moonlights but yeah and then they're like oh we're here to see Maggie Oxley she's an old friend and the guy's like sure I'll get her and he's like talking about a cat <laughs> he's like it's our mascot <laughs> yeah and so they're just baffled because i guess they didn't assume that like she would use a fake name because Mm -hmm. emma didn't use a fake name on the profile right maggie was a little smart well Mm -hmm. who we think is maggie well smart but anyway they show a picture of this girl they're like no this is maggie and ben holds up his phone showing the profile picture from the dating profile he goes oh my god like the old man's like oh my god that's not that's that's sarah sarah burton And he's like, but why are you looking for her? And and they're like, oh, well, we think that she's in danger. And the guy's like, yeah, she died four months ago. Yeah. Now, at this point, we have a woman, a dead woman who was involved with Nick. So Ben's alarms in his head are like, ding, 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 ring a ding, ring a ding. Yeah. Like, I'm about to crack this case wide open. And he had... When he had looked at her profile, I think it was before this point where he saw a picture of her and her brother because he was like, oh, and the brother looks sketchy. Yeah. Right. It was it was like right before this or maybe How right after this. the brother's name, though? Did they ask the guy in the shop? I, I'm forgetting this part. I don't know. I don't I don't think they did. Maybe they I'm just. Maybe they from social. Well. Oh, I think it was after this, because I think once they learn her real name, then they can access her social media. You're right. Yeah. So then that's when they learn that she has a brother. And so they go to his apartment. His brother's name is, her brother's name is Simon. So they go to his apartment and he's not home. So Ben decides, oh, look, there's a key under the mat. I'll just let myself in. (laughs) Which, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's pretty fucking ballsy. I mean. really is. That was a really like nerve-wracking scene. Yeah, I was, just, I was so afraid for Ben, especially because as he finds what he's looking for, like of course, it happens in every TV show where this scene happens when somebody's sneaking in. As he's finding what he's looking for, in a sense, like some mm-hmm. kind of evidence leading to Sarah. Um, right, he finds her phone. Yeah, he finds like a like a memory box under the brother's bed. Like he sees it through a mirror, of course. Like we haven't seen this type of scene before. And he goes in the box and he's like looking through all like the 
the guys like mementos and he sees a cell phone in like a girly case obviously yeah so um as he's like trying to figure it out you see clips going back and forth between them in the apartment and Simon walking home, mm-hmm. like entering the apartment building and like going to the elevator and walking up the stairs. Right. right. Stairs. And Cam's trying to call him and warn him. Because Cam's sitting in the car is like watching out. Right. And he's like, and you see the realization on his face, like, wait a minute. He's That's still up there and this guy is not there. What the fuck is he doing up there? Yeah. Before Ben could even get out of the apartment, Simon comes in. Luckily for us, Simon comes in, sits down, and immediately lights up his his bong or whatever the fuck yeah. he was smoking out of. Yeah, but then like he's doing his little smoking routine. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, if my daughter is like, oh, good. All he has to do is wait for him to get high, and then he can leave. <laughs> oh, my God. But the idiot leaves and lets the door not slam, but slam. I'm sorry, but wouldn't you just like leave it open and like because it's I would not make noise. Yeah, I wouldn't even try to close it. I just like keep it open and like sneak out and like, right. creep down the stairs. And like he would probably just be like, "Oh, I was like in my routine. I guess like the door didn't close all the way and like, right. swung back open." You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Ben was just being sloppy there. And when he closed the door, it made like a click sound, mm-hmm. and Simon heard it. Turned around, opened up the door, and then sort of Ben turning the corner to go right. down the staircase. I was like, "Come back here!" And in that sense, when he was saying like "Come back here" or like "What the fuck" or whatever he said in response to seeing like somebody pretty much sneak out of his apartment, um, you can almost hear like a sense of danger in his mm-hmm. voice, as if he knew that something was eventually going to happen. And he was eventually going to get spoiled for something that he did. I mm-hmm. already think Simon's guilty, but anyway. That's you what already I'm, what? I already think Simon's guilty of everything, but that's just <laughs> something I'm alluding to. Okay. Anyway, Simon just seems like pretty much in his voice and his actions in the scene where he's chasing after bed now, um, he just seems like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he seems like he's going to get caught for something. Mm-hmm. And so, well, but not for nothing, though. He just caught somebody breaking into his apartment. So even if you are totally law-abiding citizen, mm-hmm. you don't want somebody invading your space. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, he he basically chases him out of the building and Ben gets outside and Cameron is standing outside the car and Ben's like, we got to go get in. We got to go. And Cameron's a little dumbfounded. He's just like, wait, what? And he's like, no, no, no. Like, we got to go right now. Like, we got to go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, and the guy- Ben like ran down the stairs and he took the elevator. So Ben was like a few seconds before and like Cameron's just standing outside the car like, how'd you do, honey? And yes. Ben's like, get in the fucking car, get us <laughs> And so as they're driving away, um, Simon's like coming out of the building, running after them, banging on the side of the car. Yeah. Ben's like screaming. Cam's just like in the zone where he's just like, he's like deer in headlights. Just mm-hmm. like his body's moving, but his brain's not functioning. And he's driving the car, getting away. Mm-hmm. And now Ben's like all that um, adrenaline is like washing over him. He, he just has the giggles now. He's like, "Oh my god!" Like I can't believe. Yeah, that. he's like, so excited about what he just did. And the camera pans over to Cameron, and he pissed with the capital. You know, what I mean, yeah. like he is <laughs> angry. And so um, Ben's just like, "What the fuck?" But Cam's like, "What the fuck?" And so um, this is where you start seeing their relationship fall. Yeah, and when they get back to Oakland, Cameron is like, he he parks the car, he pulls up in front of the building, and he doesn't get out. And Ben is like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "Yeah, bye. I'm I'm gonna crash at my parents' house." Yeah, he doesn't even like want to be there. So, and but then like, Ben's not even really upset. He's just still on his high almost from this case. Yeah, but, Ben's still on his high. And, like, mm-hmm. he's just not, he's not even bothered by how upset Cam is, which is really sad that Ben's mm-hmm. letting this case really take over his life. And Ben just really made it show that, like, work was more important to him than his relationship. And he, and he texts Cameron, I love you, good night. And then you see the little dots 
like if he was going to respond and then it goes away. Yeah. And I'm like, and you would think that he'd be more upset, but he wasn't. Like you said, it just. Hey guys, we are here with an update to our scheduling. We just wanted to let you guys know that from Memorial Day to Labor Day, we are going to be going back to every other week publishing schedule. Okay, say something witty here. Witty? Because actually, as you're talking, because you kind of, I don't know if it's witty or not, but you sounded very sex kitten when you said hello. You know, I was like, oh. Agnes is at a loss for words, apparently. <laughs> I know, it doesn't happen. This is like a 30-second promo, and you don't have words. But okay, the point is, from Memorial Day to Labor Day, we're going to release our regularly scheduled Lost episodes every other Monday. Maps will still be every two weeks, and Spotlight will still be the first of the month. And then after Labor Day, we will go back to Lost being put out every week just so that we can be able to spend a little bit more time with our families and enjoy the summer. So that's it. That was the update. Yeah, and it's not even that, like, he valued, like, I don't want to say, like, he should have valued his relationship over his career because I don't want to say that because... You, like your career is really important you shouldn't have to always put your career on the line i mean your relationship on the line for things especially things like your career but it was the fact that he was making really like poor moral choices right. for right. his career and he was choosing those over his relationship mm-hmm. and he was willing to put the person he loves at risk that's right right and so um he gets into sarah's phone and he discovers that nick was in- ignoring her and eventually, basically goading her to commit suicide after after she threatened to do so. Yeah. So now he goes and brings that information to Dakota and says that he wants to be Sophie's interviewer or he'll bring the information to another network. So basically now he's like blackmailing his boss. Blackmailing? Extorting? Yeah. What's the difference between blackmail and extortion? Couldn't tell me, but one sounds better than the other. Okay. Well, he's doing one of them. So, <laughs> well, because Dakota like gave away this whole story to like men's competitor. Well, in fairness, yeah, but he broke into, I mean, he trust he didn't break in, he trespassed in Sophie's house. So she made the right call. Like, Sophie is ready to sue them. How could he, put, how could she realistically put him on Bye. the story? But Ben broke the case from the beginning, and she was looking to put that other girl like on right. the case instead of, or on the story instead of him. He he was doing a lot of the legwork, and she was giving all Ben's research to the other reporter, Janine. Yeah, it wasn't. It really wasn't fair. I remember watching it and not thinking, "Well, like Ben's a shitty person. This is why he didn't get it because he like trespassed." Right. Um. There was like another reason. Like it, it was like an unfair reason. And it definitely wasn't because somebody was working there longer. It was more like favoritism. Yeah. Um, but it does make sense why he got kicked off because he trespassed. Anyway, so this is Ben's story now. Yeah. And as he's in his interview with Sophie, he does something really fucking shitty. Yeah, he fucking ambushes her. And he asks her about Nick's involvement with Sarah's death. As if, like, she knows who the fuck Sarah is. She yeah. just found out about Adam. And, she, and he, four. not only that, but then he hands her a transcript and is like, can you read it? Yeah, I mean, really that that's fucking callous. And I don't know. that That's a lot. Like, even for that I whole like kind of, like, shock. Yeah. Yeah. So Sophie storms off. You know, she was she's like, I'm done. That's it. And then when he gets back to his apartment, he finds that Cameron's there waiting for him and he pleads with him to be more empathetic towards others. He's like, you know, that he cares about him, but he doesn't like basically who he's becoming. And even in the car, he told him, it's not what you did. It's your reaction to what you did. You know, so it's, he sees that this is 
I guess, a, a causing a change in him. But then Ben is like, no. And so realizing that he's not going to change, Cameron leaves him. Yeah. Then in the end of the episode, Sophie's interview is being aired. Because they were going to do like the way that Pia kind of convinced Sophie to do the interview, because this is how it happened. Um, mm-hmm. After like Ben originally like broke into the house and was like taking pictures, like when Ethan answered the door, um, Pia's like, I know you hate this guy for just breaking into your house and like being like a jerk, but at the same time, he's right. And like Pia really convinced Sophie to like take the bull by the horns and do this yeah. to get her story out before Emma's interview can go up. And so one of the stipulations was we'll have like a watch party. We'll like make bite out of this whole thing. Right. She's like, I'll even keep my mom in check. Yeah. And so now they're all gathered around the TV as this interview that Sophie just had is playing. And she knows what's about to happen. She knows that her kids are going to end up seeing it anyway. Cause I think she was like, I don't want to watch it. And Ethan and, um, What's the younger son's name? It's interesting. Kai. Kai? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, we're just going to go online and watch it. Anyway. Yeah. Like, like watch how are you going to stop us? Or we watch it on our own. Exactly. And so, like, Sophie realizes she has to do the inevitable. And she has to sit there with her whole family that's left and watch this shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And she, like, sits there with, like, her head in her hands as they're playing this and on like during the interview after she storms off the way that ben closes the interview is by doing like um a what's that called i'm just gonna call it reanimation oh <laughs> um, an actor an actor portrayal of the like basically the reading text the text messages <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's why it came at me again oh, fuck this um guy, man yeah, I thought it would die, but no. But yeah, but so that's when we really find out like what happened in our conversation. Right. So they do like the actor. Basically, they have actors reading the transcripts between Sarah and Nick, where he's like, she's like, Well, I'm gonna commit suicide. And he's like, I don't care. So But they really preface it in like a way that paints Sarah's character for us super quick, which I love. So Ben does this Sarah's character story. what? They like paint the picture for Sarah's character really oh, okay. quick, mm-hmm. which is like a really nice way that the show wrapped this up. I like how they did this. Like Ben, as he's reporting, is like to introduce who Sarah is to like the viewers and to us. Mm-hmm. Says like Sarah grew up in foster homes until she aged out with her brother, and she had like really rough life. And she confided with Nick about like a lot of the trauma that she was going through. Like she must have had some kind of um, like trauma that was affecting her mentally her upbringing and so she was confiding in nick and she felt vulnerable with him in that way and he took that to his advantage advantage when answering her like he was being almost abusive because he was being ignorant to her emotional turmoil as he was in this relationship with her talking to her and so like he was like, I'm not free therapy in the text yeah. messages because she was right. talking about something. She goes, I'm not your crisis hotline or something like that. Yeah, and she's like, I'm gonna do that thing that I said I would do if you don't stop this. And he's like, Do it. I don't care. And she's like, Fine. I'm gonna kill myself. And he's like, Go ahead. I might be in the minority, right? But like, if someone threatens suicide, if you care about that person, you should help them. I mean, you should report it. You should help them. However. However, on the other hand, like she's a full grown ass adult. Yeah. And, and and he at some point, like, how do we hold other people responsible for the for the decisions that we make? And I'm not saying that he's absolved, right? I'm but I'm saying that while he could have helped, is he legally responsible? Is he morally responsible? I mean She's threatening him. She's like blackmailing him. Like, oh, if you leave me, I'll kill myself. But then, at the same time, he was being a dick. Well, he was being a dick. Caused it. But right, but did he cause it? And is it actually his fault? I mean, at what point do we take responsibility for our own actions? Like, you can't just threaten to kill yourself when things don't go your way. I mean, I, I don't know. That, that part bothered me. While I think 
morally, if you know that somebody is is talking about it and threatening it, I think that you're you're morally obligated to at least alert somebody and get help for them. Do you have to be their crisis hotline? No. But at the same time, realistically, what's he supposed to do? Every time she threatens, he's like, okay, you're right. I'll stay with you forever. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, look, if I was in that situation, somebody was saying that to me, I would say whatever I need to say to them over text to get them, like, to calm down. And then I would immediately report that shit. And mm, be like, right. Please check up. I have valid reason for you to waste your time. Police station. Mm-hmm. Law officials. You know what I mean? And so, and, but, like, the law follows that. They don't say, like, oh, well, we need somebody to kill themselves first. You know, yeah. you know like, when, like, you, you feel like, like you're in danger. Like, yeah. Yeah, like when like you go to report stalking to the police and they're like, well, we can't do something. Yeah, we can't do anything until he kills you. you. Gee, yeah. thanks. Like, I understand, but gee, thanks. Right. Like, anyway, that's that's valid cause. Mm-hmm. Just, like, Especially not- if it's a, on text message. It's and super like easy to prove. Nick's so sly, honestly, at this point, that he could have gotten away with reporting it without <laughs> his wife finding out that he was in a relationship with somebody in a different city you know mm-hmm. what i mean because mm-hmm. he's still trying to hide the fact that he's like doing this shit mm-hmm. even though he's doing it after the fact of no that's sophie cheating on him i don't know yeah but yeah, next shit fucking annoying but after after all that right and then at the end of the episode we pan to the episode pans to Simon in his apartment watching the episode. Like the interview. Yeah. The, the interview. Sorry. Thank you. First of all, do you think that he recognized Ben as the person who broke into his house? He had to, I right? Think so, because he got a really good look at his face when he was in the car. And not only that, but then how would he other, otherwise, how would he have access to all those messages and all of that sensitive information so i think simon has to know that that was who it is i think the fact that and i'm i'm looking ahead just a tiny little bit i think Mm -hmm. the fact that this next episode is called the brother means that he and even even saying this without knowing it but i'm just saying this is supporting what i'm saying he has such like an important role in this series Mm -hmm. that I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, That his, like, he had to know that something was going to come about eventually. That somebody was going to ask him a question or he was going to get infiltrated in some way. Who, the brother, Um, you mean? Yeah. Okay. He, come on. Like, he couldn't, like, I really, okay. I believe that the brother has something to do with Nick and murder. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he caused it, I'm saying he had something to do with it. And he had to have known that something had come about. He had to have known why Sarah killed herself. That's his fucking sister. Right. He has well, her because phone. now right, because now that this is where it's all pointing to, right? Is Nick abused women, Nick killed women or killed a woman. Yeah. Now we see somebody who we found evidence that he was in a relationship with and she's basically dead because of him and so it's it's perfectly natural to be like oh of course her brother has something to do with it you know i mean what kind of sibling wouldn't want to stick up for you or you know i just or does he or is he or was he or did i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm just thinking about the fact that it's nick did he know that Sarah killed herself? He had to have. Like, Are you asking how me? How did he know? No, like, I'm just kind of saying it rhetorically. Like, mm-hmm. did Nick know that Sarah killed herself? Because he was still, they were in a relationship, apparently. So, mm-hmm. um, if they were still in a relationship, that means that he didn't start his relationship with, he did, he was in a relationship with Emma, because this happened four months ago, and Emma... And Nick were going out for six months. Shit. So he was doing the shit two months into dating. Emma. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Emma. Fucking Emma. Kicking her while she's down. <laughs> oh. I like her a lot. I don't feel, I feel like people shit on her. 
she's an all right person. Although she got a little big for her brooches last episode, mm-hmm. but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> but, <laughs> but as for Nick, holy shit. I wonder if next episode they're going to throw somebody else in there and be like, oh, and Victoria? Look at the shit he did to Victoria. <laughs> she's in pieces around the city. Oh my God. Look, we found her pinky toe. <laughs> Right? It was in, like, Nick's esophagus. <laughs> Shit like that. Oh, my God. Did you watch You on Netflix? I don't want to watch You, but I know something happens like that. Okay. All right. Then I won't in say anything. In season three, right? The last season, yeah. Yeah. The so, most um, current season. Yeah. My parents watched the show, but more importantly, my sister watches the show. And I, she, like, convinced my parents to watch the show. And I heard all of their reactions. Cameron's like, that's my sister. Her, which is like the name of the character in the mm-hmm. show, that's kind of hard. But like Cam's um, second reaction to that scene, and then my parents' first reaction to that scene, and I don't want to watch it. I'm okay. Uh, okay. I'm good. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch that. Uh, I feel like that's too thrillery for me. Like, this is like a good mystery. Yeah, movie, you don't like the I feel like thrillers. I'm not. I'm more of like I'll watch paranormal movies, but anything too like gory or thrillery, I'm not too into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Too real. Dreams get too real, or nightmares become too real after that. Mm-hmm. And then the anxiety thoughts come in when I'm like downstairs alone in the dark, and I'm like, so I could freaking cut off my pinky. Part of the fun. <laughs> no, I don't I like mean. that. <laughs> oh. Mm. but yeah so that's what i mean like i wonder if there was somebody else nick was also like (laughs) well they said that he had i mean multiple dating apps so like we heard about emma we heard about um sarah Sarah. there was the the other one i think her name was mandy with the painting yeah the artist but then there was uh, one that we were like unknown they they wait, did they say her location it was in la too right or I did they not so. say her location mm. i because thought it was this LA. unknown one was sarah but they said he had a lot of different profiles so i mean who yeah. knows right who knows like how many we're gonna see or how deep this goes yeah you're right I'm really so, curious what this next episode's gonna be. Right, like, we know well, I already said like episode, next, next episode we might find another woman. Yeah. Episode six, which is our next episode, is called The Brother. The Brother. Um, which is so clearly about Simon, Sarah's brother. Or is it? What well, if it's his what if it's his brother? What it if doesn't have a brother? Ha, but how do you know? Maybe it is. Uh, Maybe that's why would have said so by now. Maybe that's why the episode is called The Brother because voila, you're going to find out that he has a... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, my idea would have been like me, Nick, and... Maybe it's Sophie's brother. brother. Trauma. She doesn't yeah. have one. Does she? See? You um, don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the fact that Simon was like in the, the, like, the thumbnail no, yeah. video. It's about Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm really. I mean, especially when they end the episode on Simon, and then the next one is called The Brother. So, like. Yeah, and you know what I really like about this is that at the end of every episode, and like every episode of the show, and every episode of our show, I'm like, I really hope the episode picks up where it drops off. And they they do that. They do. I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. It like if I were to binge this whole series in one day, which you really could. You really could. I did. I mean, I did. It would just be like a big movie, right? Yeah, like a nice eight-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. But, I mean, I, I like when a show stops and then starts from where it stopped in the last episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting pretty close to the end of the series. So, we're more than halfway there now. We are. So, there's three episodes left. Do you care to revise any of your previous thoughts or theories? To revise anything, I would say that I think science, science, <laughs> Simon mm-hmm. is clearly involved. I think Matt is somehow involved. 
I think that maybe Matt and Simon were on board with this. I think that he is clear. I think that Detective Amiri is clear. I think that Amiri's partner, the or not partner, his boss or whatever, the one with the bald hair, um, bald hair. What the fuck, Brittany? Um, I don't <laughs> like him. I just want to make it clear. I don't like that guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's involved. I just don't like him. I also think that the SAP is clear. I think Sophie's mm-hmm. clear. I think that it's still not revealed to us so far that um, that person that Ethan was talking to on the internet, like he was like messaging that. Oh, right. Because we haven't seen that person for a while. Yeah. Not for like two episodes. And that's a while mm-hmm. in the show. I wonder if they're going to come back. But I feel like maybe that was Simon the whole time. I feel like it could have been. I don't know why 2005 is relevant, but that mm-hmm. was the last four numbers. I don't know if maybe, I don't know, if like maybe 520 is a relevant date. Like May 20th is relevant. So like 2005, so 2005, um, flipped. Like, you know how sometimes like in different countries they do like date mm-hmm. month years and a month date year like us? Yeah. So maybe like that's what just like those numbers mean instead of the year 2005, which I'm assuming that's when Ethan was born because like the years check out. Right. Um, yeah. Someone who's born in 2005 is like 16 now, right? 17? Yeah. They're about that age, right? Yeah, 16. Yeah. So um, he seems about 16. So yeah, it would check out someone he was in school with mm-hmm. would have like a username that would say like 2005 at the end mm-hmm. just like how when we made usernames and like emails and bullshit we do that too mm-hmm. with our like year of birth so i don't know whatever i think maybe <laughs> that's why they did 2005 to make us think it's like one of ethan pierce mm-hmm. but meanwhile what if it was vincent vincent since high school i can't speak because i'm fleming vincent's in high school <laughs> Mm-hmm. Was that Vincent talking to him? Do Vincent and Ethan know each other? Their paths haven't crossed yet. The only connection they have is Pia, but I feel like it would have came up in conversation because, like, Vincent's, I feel like a part of Vincent's personality is the fact that he goes to chemotherapy. It mm-hmm. has to be, like, a big part of his life. Or dialysis, not chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. That has to be some kind of part of the kid's life. And so anybody who's close with him would have to know that, like, he goes there. And then Ethan, like, as a close friend of him who's messaging him online, would be like, hey, like, my aunt works there. You know, Pia, Sia? And he'd be like, yeah, I know Pia, Sia. She's my girl. <laughs> right? We look at fucking dumb YouTube videos together, like, while I'm being injected with my chemicals or mm-hmm. treatment. So, I don't know. It would make sense. It would make sense because we already know that character. We're really late in the episode to like keep introducing, not episode. We're really late in the series for them to keep throwing new characters at us. Yeah. I don't know. We have three hours left of clickbait to watch, really. Anything can happen in three hours. Do you want me to give you a, a spoiler, not spoiler? Is it okay if you give a spoiler, not spoiler? Well, it's like I'll tell you something without telling you something. Okay. You have already met the person or persons responsible. For the murder? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have we already met who's behind that username? I am not telling you. Okay. I'm not giving you not all gonna... these details. I'm just saying that we've already been introduced to the person or persons responsible. So I feel like it couldn't have been a one man job, and if it was, that one man's organized. Well, I'm just I'm just trying to keep it, you know, like vague enough. Yeah, I and not like, really like give before, anything away. Before I think this episode, yeah, before this episode, I think I had I don't know if I mentioned it, but I think I had a thought that maybe maybe an upcoming reporter who had ties to this, like committed this crime or no i think i was thinking of this about amiri at first like that he committed this crime and really covered it up so that's why he could work on this crime mm-hmm. and really like move up in their career mm-hmm. it could go that same way with the reporter so my point now i got them like COVID brain it's a thing i i'd really have like bad brain fog like i know it'll probably get better next week yeah but, like this week is just kind of like 
it's very much here and I'm very much aware of the fact that I'm saying things and I completely forget what I'm saying afterwards and I have energy that's me every day oh my god (laughs) it's like really really bad today though but well um, it is late we're we're here recording and it's pretty late so that's true anyway being that I went on a tangent and And this is our second episode that we're recording tonight yeah, we did our um, Patreon episode mm-hmm. first. The doll. Sweet. Just to reiterate, the doll. And it's Yo, live. I love that episode. Go check it out. And in that episode, we also introduce what the next bonus episode is going to be. So if you want to know, if you want to hear, if you just care to support us and help us out, please become a Patreon member and you will have access. Uh, yeah, so I think in our Basically, next, that's like, that's all I'm thinking. I think I got all my thoughts out. Okay. I think, um, side note in a, not, not, um, well, I can't fucking talk, but, um, I think that maybe you were right when you were saying that maybe we should go over the, the Patreon tiers. I'm okay. I think that maybe we should. So. Yeah, like right before we wrap up this episode, I can I can read. As far as this episode goes, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was a little weird at first, right? Because you're like the reporter. What the fuck does he have to do with anything? But he does truly introduce new material. Yeah, I think I asked you at the end of the last episode that if you were to take any episode out of the series, would you take this one out or is it? important to the series and you're like the character's not so important i think you said that the character's not as important as what they discover mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and I, I i really feel like that's true at least right now because i don't know if ben's gonna like resurface in the next three episodes but what he did uncover was so crucial to the storyline right and i'm really really excited to see how this unfolds after our last episode recording, I watched this episode, like, immediately after we hung yeah. up. I think I, like, quickly did all my chores, took a shower, got mad, watched this episode. And then I think I texted you right after, and I was like, we have to record ASAP because I need to watch the episode after this. I have to watch episode six. <laughs> you don't understand how fucking hype I am that I get to go lay down and watch this episode. I am so excited. I'm not uh-huh. going to get any sleep. I'm going to oh go to work tomorrow super sleep-deprived, but... I will have more. Blame it on COVID. Yeah, right. I'll just be like, it's the COVID again. It's not Ben and Nick. That doesn't sound right. They'd be like, (laughs) oh, it's not all these guys. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, it's not not Sophie and Sia Pia. Yeah. Pia Sia. Yeah, they'll be like, right. Okay. I'll be like, no. (laughs) But anyway, I'm really excited to continue this series. It's funny to think that I was like so indifferent in our first episode of yeah. this series and yeah. now i'm just like super on board <laughs> wow. uh-huh it, it sucks really you in it. you're right like the first episode was just very introductory and then as soon as you like get to episode two you're on board with the story yeah yeah i'm really excited to get to episode okay six. so next next episode next time is the brother and we will get a little bit more information but uh before we wrap up let's let's go over the patreon stuff right now on our patreon page we have three tiers and they range from one dollar a month to ten dollars a month so our one dollar a month level is called a sip here and there this tier is for the half-ass listener who gives too many dollars to the man but saved one every month for sass and sips. Now, if you join on this tier, this $1 tier, here's what you get. You get early access to episodes. Ideally, we get the episodes out a few days before they're published to the public, which would be on a Monday. And so I usually try to get them out like Fridays. Sometimes... Sometimes it's Sunday, you know, depending on my workload for the week. But either way, you will always get them out before (laughs) the Monday they go out to the public. 
you get stickers. You get an on-air shout-out, unless you don't want to, in which case, just let us know and we won't shout you out. Um, in case you don't want to, you want people to know where your money is going. And um, yeah, and so then, like I said, you get early access and you get episodes before they're released to the public. That's our first level. Our middle level, which is our casual drinker level, at the $3 a month level, is the I only smoke when I'm drunk tier. <sighs> this tier is cheaper than a glass of wine at the bar, and it has a few more benefits. So now you'll have access to ad-free episodes. We haven't done any ads this time around, but when we do put out episodes with ads, you will always get them without them. And you get them before they're released. So you'll also get them early. You also get the bonus content and you get your on-air shout out if you so choose. Basically, you'll get it unless you tell us, hey, don't do that. You also get stickers. You get a keychain, a pin, and a magnet. Uh, but the most important part is the bonus content. And literally, it's three bucks a month. So, you know, it, it helps us more than you can imagine. But we're not, we're so not trying to like take all your money. And our third level is for our, it's called Heavy Sipper. And this one is $10 a month. So, still pretty much a bargain. Totally. It's not too much. This one is making your Mondays more more drinkable since 2019. Remember, it's not drinking alone if you're drinking with us. That's right. Yes. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> it's not drinking alone if you're drinking with us. This tier will give you access to early episodes as well as ad-free episodes, as well as when we put out behind-the-scenes content so that could be our videos sometimes we post the videos from our zoom recordings sometimes we publish the unedited audio footage and basically you'll be laughing your ass off at us with this one so you'll receive merch such as stickers a pin and a magnet same as before plus our drink set and then you get our color change cups and shot glasses. So if you want to hear, yeah, if you want to hear our bonus episodes and you want some merch, just head on over to our Patreon and everything is linked at sassandsips.com. You can find our social medias, all of our financial support links, PayPal, buy me a coffee and Patreon and if you like what you hear, if you so choose to support us, we appreciate it. And we thank you. And you can find all of our links at assassinsips.com. Yeah, y'all have been here for a while. And if you just started clickbait, you're already here five episodes. You know where to find this shit. Yeah. Don't so, let Lisa ramble on. You know where to go. I just know. go there and do the thing. I should be sleeping right now. <laughs> or eating some munchies. Um, yeah, I know. That I was thinking about that afterwards. I was thinking about the fact that I was in Massachusetts over the summer. I happened to like stop by to Spencer before I left and I got like really good gummies that I haven't broken into yet. And I've been told, don't have it, don't quarter it, eat it. Oh, yeah, you need to try these. I know. They're unopened. Right. And they're like, I think they're watermelon sour patch flavor, which chef's kiss. So um, the whole time, I was home with COVID, like, the, the whole past, like, three days, because I had, like, my crazy COVID story, which, honestly, I haven't heard of anybody's experience like mine. That's on the No, um, and, and you told the whole story on our Patreon bonus episode, so. Yeah, yeah. You so don't like, have to the, tell it again. No, no, but the last <laughs> three days I've been home, it only occurred to me last night, getting ready for, like, going to sleep early, so it's like, wake up for work this morning, um, that I could have taken the, my gummies. Yeah, but you probably you're probably better off that you didn't. Just let your body do what it needs to do, and who knows how that would have affected you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I get what you're saying about being home, and yes, that's a smart idea, especially if you don't know how it's going to affect you. But also, when you're not feeling your best, if you have an adverse reaction, like who knows if it's just going to make you feel even worse, and your body is already not strong enough. Like that, you don't want to put more stress on your body. You're right. So you I probably get, like, super, super, like I mean, everybody does, but like 
Yeah. I don't know. I guess like super, super like cottony though. And mm-hmm. everybody does. But like, especially with like the amount of like, not to be graphic, but the amount of like just like congestion and like funniness that I've had, yeah. probably having cotton mouth plus like having to blow your nose every two seconds wouldn't really like work out too well. No, that you probably did the right thing not taking it. Yeah. But let's say I was just home, right? Um, oh yeah, then like, yeah, then you should have like a family member, and I was just like quarantining in the room. Um, that would have been great. Yeah, well, yeah. when we do our Airbnb to go to our restaurant, <laughs> it's Patreon. Yeah, and the lube. We'll so, the stra- What was it? Strawberry lube? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. So I'm I yeah, I drank a lot today. Oh. Mm. So Lisa's thinking about what we're going to do. Um for like we have like this elaborate plan for one of our Patreon episodes that we came up with on our Patreon episode. And um y'all just aren't gonna know unless you go listen to the episode. Mm-hmm. So you guys can figure that out. Go to the website. Remember, please do not drink and drive. Yeah. Drink safe. Like on here on the internet. <laughs> and swat flies, because those motherfuckers invade your house and they think that they can fucking live there and they cannot. Fuck flies. What do they do? Yeah. Murder sorry. is okay if it's a fly. No, but someone please explain to me what do flies do for us? But, like, I know a lot of people are like, and what do spiders do? Because everybody hates spiders, but like, spiders, like, no, but spiders serve like, a purpose. Like flies. What do flies do? I don't know. Do they I just like, they're not pollinators. Why are <laughs> they important to us? <laughs> Maybe they They're feed spiders. the spiders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about mosquitoes? Don't the there was a mosquito in here before too. Right before you and I signed on, there was a mosquito. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" It was a big ass mosquito. It's barely spring. Go back to your what nest. Are you telling south, where the fuck you're from, mosquitoes? Hell, <laughs> oh. from the depths of hell. God. Thankfully, it was like by the floor, so I stepped on it. Although it did fly away and then I had to step on it again. Like who the, f- I mean, I had my Ugg slippers, but I had shoes on. It should have killed it. It did not die the first time. They are like mm-hmm. terrible. Very terrible. I don't like mosquitoes. But- fly flew by my face again. <laughs> I got to get out of this room. <laughs> uh, anyway. But You've I been think listening to Sass and Sips. You've been listening to Click yeah. Faith and Netflix. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> I'm Brittany. And I'm Lisa. And that's it for this episode, guys. See you next episode. Peace out.